clean glasses off. What got it for First, we would like to thank the people of Perry for the beautiful flowers that they have given us this camp meeting. These you see along the windows are just a few. We have them all along the back here that you can't see now. And we appreciate them so much. Something that God created and made himself. And he said that we couldn't even make things to compare with them. He said Solomon in all of his glory is not compared or not arrayed like one of these notes. And so we really appreciate it and are grateful for it. We so appreciate it that our, our people was kind of afraid that I might forget to thank you and I had so many to come to me and tell me. And I'm sure with as many reminders as I have, I couldn't have forgotten. But I had it in my heart to tell you just the same. Yeah. Right? That we do thank you so much. Right. We appreciate the courtesy that the people of Perry show to us when we go into their places of business. Right. And their kindness and thoughtfulness. And we admonish our people to be courteous too. Yeah. When they're dealing with the people of this community. I'm glad tonight for salvation. That's right. I'm glad for the old-time religion. Yeah, old-time. I'm glad for a Savior that not only saves but keeps. That's right. I'm glad for the keeping power. That's right. If it wasn't for the keeping power, I would have to date my religion back to August the 30th, 1921. Right. But I got it tonight. Yeah. Right. Bless the Lord. I found it August the 30th, 1921, yeah. back in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. That's some 36 years ago will be the 30th day of this month. And the Lord has been so good to me, right. I feel like traveling yeah. on. <laughs> I was right at the, at the crossroads of life where people began to plan for living. <clears throat> and in planning for living, I made plans for dying. That's right. Yeah. right. <clears throat> I'm ready to. I made plans for eternity. <clears throat> my plans was to take God in my life. Yeah, right. That's good. My plans was to seek first yeah. The kingdom of God right. and his righteousness right. and all these things shall be That's added to man. you. Right. Now, he, began, he told us what they were. He says, take no thought what you shall eat or what you shall wear or what you shall put on. For our heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things before you ask. Right. But, but, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to thee. Well, my brothers and sisters, I feel like asking you like Jesus did the disciples when they returned from going out preaching. He said, like ye anything? Did you have you lacked anything when you were serving God? No. Has he failed on any one of his promises? No. No, he hasn't failed. But I'll tell you how he's done me. He's blessed me abundantly above all that I can think of. 
Christ. That's right. He's led me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Right. He's led me beside the still waters. Yeah. He's restored my soul. Yeah, Lord help yeah. me. He's restored my soul. Yeah. He's prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's right, he'll do it. He's anointed my head with oil. Yeah. Right. And my cup's run over yeah. many a time. Yeah. Yeah. The cup's run over many a time. Yeah, and I feel like the little boy. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd and that's all I want. Yeah. Right, right. Lord help. That's all I want. If I got him for my shepherd, I haven't got a thing to worry about. That's right. He knows where the green pastures are. He knows where the still waters lay. He knows where the oil is, too. No wonder he can anoint my head with oil. I have my brothers and sisters to pray for me. This is kind of late in the camp meeting to get me to preach because my my verse kind of plays out on me somewhere or another. Of course, I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be, but I'll tell you, when the Spirit gets renewed, I get the feeling young again. Yeah. I was 16 years old when I sought the Lord. Y'all be adding up on me here in a few minutes. But I was 16 years old when I sought the Lord. And sometimes... When the Spirit gets a hold of me, I feel like I'm 16 again. Right. Just feel young again. Yeah. Well, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall only fall, but they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as the wings of eagles. Oh, just soaring above the storms of right above the turmoil that's in the world. They shall mount up as on wings of eagles. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk. And not faith. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on him. Oh, and he shall bring it to pass. That's right. I'm glad today for this good old fashioned way. That's right. I had someone ask me today about the organization of our church and when we were founded and organized. I want to talk a little bit about it. Y'all don't mind, do you? Yeah, I'm going to talk to him. I want to talk about it. After this I beheld, this is the seventh chapter of Revelations. After this I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations, kindred, people, and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms were in their hands. Yeah. You know, these palms represented peace, didn't they? That's right. Yeah. Well, they were waving the palms. Yeah. The banner of peace. Right. <coughs> And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which set us upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood around about the throne, and about the elders, and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces, and worshipped God. Amen. Saying, Blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, 
be unto our God forever and ever. Yes, what it had down here, I want to say. You know, that's we not like some of these songs we sing sometimes. We got some that says, Amen, hallelujah, and glory. And when it gets there, I just want to bear down on hallelujah and glory. And hallelujah and glory, because that's the way I feel. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these? which are red in white robes, and which came they. Yeah. Now that's what I want to talk about. Right. What are these? Yeah. What do you see here? Yeah. They are red in white robes, and which came they. Yeah. And listen what he said. And he said unto him, and I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they that came out of great tribulations, and have washed their robes, and made them white, in the blood of the Lamb. What are these? And whence came they? Well, I'll tell you where they come from. Got it right here. I got a little discipline of our church. In the year of 1887, Joseph B. Lynch of Shinkatig Island, Virginia. There's his picture over there. Bless the Lord. Thank God for a man like Joseph B. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where we come from. Yeah. God raised up a prophet in our day. Yeah. Yeah. Lord help us. Yeah. And revealed unto him a mystery that's been hidden from ages and yeah. generations. Yeah. That Christ could come and abide in our hearts. Yeah. That we could have the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That we could have the power to live above sin. That's right. That's right. That's right. <coughs> Joseph B. Lynch, a member and class leader over about 110 persons in the Methodist Episcopal yeah. Church, became deeply convinced that he could not be saved without holiness. Oh, I know he must have read Hebrews 12, 13. Yeah. He must have read that. Yeah. He didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Converted state. Yeah. He knew he didn't have holiness. And when he read Hebrews 12, 14, it said, Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. My friend, what are you going to do with that scripture? What are you going to do with it? This man was an earnest man. Yeah, he, was. he wasn't a hypocrite. No. Oh, no. We don't think all church members are hypocrites. No. no we don't. No. No. We don't think they're hypocrites. <clears throat> and Brother Joseph B. Lynch was not a hypocrite. No. He was a man that was doing like that yeah. fellow Cornelius. Yeah. He was a man that prayed always yeah. and gave my yeah. arms. Yeah. And his prayer reached heaven. Yeah. 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 What shall I do to be saved? Yeah. And he found that a man couldn't be saved without holiness. Without right. Right. My friend, how can you get to heaven when God says, Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord? That means you. Yeah. It doesn't say, they didn't say without belonging to a holiness denomination, no man shall see the Lord, did it? You can't read in God's word where it has anything to say about denomination. No, no, it means division. <clears throat> but he said, without holiness, 
no man shall see the Lord. And Brother Joseph Lynch, he became convinced that without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Well, I tell you, if you read it in God's Word, what else is it going to take to convince you? Right. What, else? what else is it going to take to convince you? Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And he said, let God be true if it makes every man alive. My friend, when you hear someone saying that you can't be holy, that you can't live a holy life, I tell you, I say, let God be true if it makes him alive. With this conviction, he sought and obtained the blessing of sanctification by the power of the Holy Ghost. Through faith. Through faith. He didn't say, well, I don't believe this little old preacher I got here done a good enough job baptizing me. I believe I'll sit and get a bishop to baptize me. No, he didn't. He got this one. He got through faith. That's right. That's the Lord. He got it through faith. <laughs> and you know what happened? Yeah. And it commenced. Yeah, bless the Lord. Hey, he must have started then, didn't he? Yes, immediately. And he commenced. Yeah. Yeah. What he commenced doing? Yeah. He commenced preaching. Bless the Lord. He didn't have to go to a seminary. No. Bless the Lord. Where you get his from? Yeah. He got it right direct from God. Yeah. And he commenced preaching and teaching to all whom he had the opportunity. And soon others were interested and sought and obtained the blessing. That was way back there in 1887. Well, they went on and others got the blessing and they began to sing and shout and write yeah. in that Methodist church. Now, he didn't even have no idea leaving the Methodist church. Well, they didn't have that for no idea. They were just having him a good time. Every time they meet, they'd go to sing and shout. That's the Lord. And they got to read now, but they got to read a little further, and they read her holy men of old. Yes, it is. Still his plan. 
It's still his plan. You think it was wrong to ask for a man that had the same kind of spirit that the Word of God was written with to preach to you about it? No, no, Lord help us. I believe you'd come closer to getting what the Word meant. You know why? Because the, the Word of God is a spiritual book. Yes, it is. And no man knoweth the things of God but the Spirit of God. Now you can take a man and give him book learning and he can tell you what Webster said about it. But I ain't so concerned about what Webster said about it. I want to know what the Lord said. I want to know what the Lord said about Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. They said send us a holy man. Yeah, preach on they weren't they just going to have a good time there yeah. preaching and testifying about the word of holiness. Yes, they went out. They went on the byways. They went on the hedges. Yeah. Up and down the road. Yeah. Now they were old fishermen. Old and they went out and catching oysters, tonguing them old oysters. People, God wants us to be. Yes, yeah. it is. That's the kind of you. It wasn't hardly ten years after this church was organized to a little group of them was way over yonder in Texas, yeah. where my mother come from. Yeah. Way over there. He didn't say send it to all the world and preach my gospel, but he said go. Yeah. And they was on their way. Yeah. They were soon on their journey. Yeah. Well, I tell you, this is this is a wonderful church. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's the Lord. This is a wonderful church. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we struck the rock. Yeah, struck the rock. Like I told Brother Clarence William, we've been drilling for all of us, and we hit a gusher. Yeah. 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 We hit a gusher, and we don't want nobody trying to cap it. No. Oh. We want to let the oil flow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. <laughs> And so they wrote to the to the to the uh, the conference and they asked for a holy man. But as as none but a holy man could understand and preach the gospel, that's right. Neither would they pay any of it. Any of it. This act so exasperated the minister that he turned Joseph Flinch out of the leadership. He was a class leader. And forbade anyone who signed the petition of holding or conducting any service in the church. Well, they had to do something then. They had to do something else. They were satisfied to be up there. They were just having a good time. All they wanted was a holy man to preach for them. That's all they wanted. Yeah, that's, all they wanted. <laughs> that's all they wanted. Send me a holy man down yeah. here to preach for me. Yeah. Well, I thought they was in their perfect rights. Yeah. They were in their perfect rights. I tell you, an unholy man has got no business handling this word of God. Yeah. And trying to tell people about the way to heaven. Because if the blind lead the blind, they'll both fall into this together. And you go tell me your shark coming, and you say, I just can't help but do wrong, and I can't help but sin. And another holy man got the same experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He got the same one. Yeah. And that's the way he feels. And he says, I feel sorry for you, brother. Just go on and do the best you can. And somehow, yeah. and some in the way or another, the Lord will make it all right. Yeah. 
Well, no, that ain't the way the Word of God says. Today I set before you life and death. Yeah. Good and evil. Choose you this day whom you serve. Life if you obey and death if you disobey. Choose life and live. That's the way he said to Moses. That's what he said to Moses. Yes, that's what he said. Well, I'll tell you, when a fellow goes to reading that and he hasn't got the Spirit of God, he don't know what to do with it. No, no, no. He don't know what to do with it. <laughs> right, sure don't. And he gets kind of mixed up. He goes over there and he reads over there. There's none good, no, not one. Well, that's just what I've been wanting to find. How do you read the scripture? A lot of people are reading it to find something to justify themselves. And that's just what I want to find, you know. None is good but God. That's right. My friend, that's all the good there is about any of you is what God there is about you. And if you haven't got no God in you, you haven't got no good in you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Is that too strong? No. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. No. I want you to get what we got. Yeah. I want you to know how joyful it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, when I heard a joyful sound, it wasn't on jerk and stormy banks. I stood and cast a wish for life. That sound like a mournful sound to me, don't it? Oh, the one I heard was, I'm over, yes, I'm over. In Canaan land, I stay. I'm over, yes, I'm over. Into the Holy Land. That's a joyful sound. Everyone got over. And they got to singing, here the weather is always pleasant. The fruits are large and fine. Why? I can just, the, the streams are flowing with milk and honey. That's a wonderful place to live. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then they read over there again and they don't know what to do with it they read over there where it says so they that are in the flesh cannot please God oh I told you I told you that's just the way it is that's just the way it is as long as we're in this flesh we can't please God that's right and they go to telling people, you know, and make them sing. Well, all you got to do is just do the best you can, and you'll have your ups and downs. Yeah. You'll have your dark hours, and you'll have your blue moments. But somehow or another, when the time comes, why well, God's going to put you in the balance, and your good days will overweigh your balance, your bad ones and everything will be all right. Oh, but listen, they don't even go and read the next verse. But ye are not in the flesh. But in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. And it didn't get it, it didn't stop there. And he says, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Yeah, separates them. That fixes it up. Is that too strong? Oh, that's right. That's the word. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is. Is none of his. Right. Well, we're going to shut the door on sin. That's right. We're going to shut the door on sin because yeah. when you get up there, why well, sin can never enter there. That's right. It'll stop you at the door and bore you out forevermore. Yeah. But we're going to tell you how to get out of it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we're going to tell you how to get out of it in this life. Yeah. In this life. Now, when man sinned, 
he fell away. And God said, in the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt surely die. Well, we find that Adam lived naturally years and years and begat sons and daughters. But he died the very day that he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He died spiritually. And I can prove it by God's word that he died spiritually. Because when God come down at the cool of the day to talk with Adam, Adam didn't want to talk to him. Oh, that thing that was in his heart before that loved to commune with God and loved to talk with him and loved to pass the time of day with God, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. And when he saw God coming like he had it four times, he hid himself. Well, God says, Adam, where art thou? And he said, well, I saw you coming and I was naked and I hid. And that thing that died in Adam is dead in everybody until they're burned again. Yeah. 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 That's, right. That's right. Word of God. And you don't get that restored when you get your sins forgiven. When you get your sins forgiven, you get, you get, uh, and uh, there where it said, to, do, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the son of God. Yeah. You get power to become a son of God That's when right. you get your sin forgiven. A man that hasn't got his sin forgiven has got no right or no power to become a son of God. That's the reason Jesus, when he came, he said, repent. Yeah. Repent. The very first sermon that Jesus began to preach, he preached repentance. Well, my friend, you know, today the, the majority of people has lost track of old-time repentance. That's right. That's right. Well, I'll tell you, an old-fashioned repentance will bring an old-fashioned conversion. Yes, it will. And you know what it'll do for you? When a man is really and truly converted, he has a hungering and thirsting after righteousness. And he's got one of the most precious promises in God's Word. He said, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Oh, my friend, that's what we want to tell you about. I could tell you a little bit more about this good old church that I got born into. You know how I got born into it? When I got sanctified. My man is no longer a member of this church than he lives holy. He might have his name on the record book, but I'll tell you the main one up in heaven won't be on it. No. It won't be on it. And that's the one that counts. That's the one that counts. And so when men get their sins forgiven, the reason people have to repent and turn from their sin is because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. Not just me, not just you, but everyone in this house that's come to the age of accountability were sinners before God one day. And if you haven't repented and been born again, you're still a sinner. And sin can never enter there. That's right. 
not only the deeds of sin, but that sinful nature cannot enter heaven. That's right. That sinful nature. Well, you said how you how you get that way about it being a nature. Well, we read over there in the second chapter, I believe it is, of Ephesians, where it says, "Ye were by nature the children of wrath, even as others." But God be thanked that ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine that was delivered unto you. Yeah, yeah, right. We've obeyed. We've obeyed it from our heart. And they give us many examples of repentance. My friend, if you've joined the church without repenting, let me beg you to repent. That's right. Let me beg you to repent. Yeah. Oh, just turn to God with your sins. Yeah. And tell Him that you're sorry and that you've sinned against Him. And repentance is turning away from sin. That's right. right. It is. Repentance ain't going right on doing the same thing again tomorrow. No. Repentance ain't going right on the same old road that you went. But when a person is converted, they're chained to turn around. Yeah. Right. And turn away from their sins. Yeah. And they're sorry for them. And I'll tell you, God will do by you just like he did by Nineveh when they got out of sackcloth and ashes and they declared a fast. I'll tell you, God saw their works. That they had repented. He said, why John the Baptist, when he was baptizing the people in the river of Jordan, he said, go and bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. Show by the way you live. Show by the way you're doing that you're sorry that you sin against God. That's right. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. That isn't a way to get a blessing from the Lord. Well, no, I'll tell you, if you want to go away from God, just keep on sinning. And he said your sins have separated between you and your God. And your iniquities have hid his face from you that he will not hear you. Repentance is more than just getting down by your bedside at night and saying, Lord, forgive me of the sins that I've committed this day. Repentance runs deeper than that. Oh, my friend, when you get down by your bedside and you pray that way, and you don't purpose in your heart that you're going to turn away from your sins tomorrow, God isn't going to hear that prayer. On the authority of God's word, God isn't going to hear that prayer. That's right. Well, some people think that great things befall people, calamities hit them. They think maybe the reason some great earthquake comes to a certain town or some great fire burns up a certain city that they're just such a bad place that God's wrath is brought upon them. But I'll tell you what he said. He said, except you repent, you'll also likewise perish. There's there's a greater catastrophe waiting you than a hurricane. There's a greater catastrophe waiting you than the the burning of your house or home or your city destroyed by an earthquake. Oh, my friend, when you meet a sin-avenging God with sin on your garment and you'll turn away from the beautiful gate never to go to heaven to bid heaven farewell to all eternity, that's the worst thing could happen to you. That's right. There's only one thing going to keep you out of heaven. That's one. That's sin. 
Not your mother's, not your father's, but yours. Yeah. If I miss heaven, it'll be my sins that kept me from going. That's right. It won't be yours. I won't have nobody to blame it on but myself. That's right. Oh, I said, well, we never heard about this before. But oh, yes, you have too. You might have not knew it when you heard it, but the sound has went out in all the earth. Yeah. Yeah. You might have not heard it. You may not have heeded the call because he said, I read over there where he said he'd give them ears to hear and hear not. Right. 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 Hard to see and they didn't see. Right. And hearts and they didn't understand. Right. But he said, blessed are your eyes for they see. Yeah. And your ears for they hear. For many prophets and old men yeah. have desired to see the thing that you see and didn't see them. They right. can't see what we're seeing here. Oh, well, well, I tell you, it's a blessed way. You have to turn away from your sins. You have to turn back to God. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could do like the prophet Jonah. I wish I could go through this country and start people up to where they do something about their soul. Yeah. My friend, you're, in the, you're one day nearer eternity than you were this time yesterday. Yeah. And it may be nearer than you think. Yeah. How is it with your soul? Is there sin on your garment? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? These are they that came up out of great came out of great tribulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are they that came out of great tribulation yeah. and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. What is the blood cleansed from? And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. That's what will make you white. That's what will clean you up. The blood of Christ cleanses from all sin. We have no one else to look to but Jesus. Since Jesus has come, we have to pray to him for forgiveness. That's right. Yeah. We have to pray to him for forgiveness. Yeah, right. Because in him we have our redemption, even the forgiveness of sins right. through his blood. Yeah. Well, my friend, we need to think about our soul. We need to think about how we stand before God. God is an avenger of all the ungodly. Yeah. And he's not taking one in and turning the other out. He said, are not my ways equal? That's what they read. Yes, his ways are equal. He said in the moment that a man turns from his sins and does that which is right, all the sin that he has committed will be remembered no more. And let's see how equal they are. In the day that a righteous man turns from his righteousness and does that which is evil, all the righteousness that he has done will be remembered no more. That's right. That's the way it is. His ways are equal. What I say unto one, I say unto all. Well, do you think you can get in some other way? You know, we got a popular belief now that no matter what you believe, just so you believe it and you got your faith in it, it's all right. Yeah. But my friend, I read where the Bible says they'll believe a lie and be damned. Right. 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 That's right. Did you know that the religion of the Lord Jesus Christ does not compromise with any other. A true hearted Christian that has found God precious to his soul would tell a man that worshiped Buddha or the Mohammedans or some of these other religions.
religions, they would tell them that they're lost without Jesus. Yeah. That's right. That's the reason I'm going to stand here tonight and tell you you're lost without Jesus. That's right. He was given a name which is above every name, yeah. and at the name of Jesus, every knee every shall name. bow and every tongue yeah. shall confess. When little father, whether in heaven or in the earth, are under the earth, yeah. and everyone shall, I can't just acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ to the glory of God. Well, my friend, there's thousands in eternity tonight grieving over their fate. They're almost persuaded, but made it too late. And so they didn't think it took this strict a life. They didn't think a person had to live holy every day. My friend, if you can't live holy every day, you can't live holy on Sunday. We got a lot of people trying to live holy on Sunday. But you can't live holy on Sunday if you haven't got power to live holy on Monday. That's right. As he that has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. And it's going to take a holy life. You know where this thing begins? It begins in your heart and works to the outside. From the heart flows every issue of life. Why the man's hand, when you get his heart stopped moving, his hands will stop moving. His tongue will stop talking. His eyes will stop looking. His feet will stop walking. That's right. Because from the heart. Yeah, this thing comes from. Yeah. Oh, but we find where Jesus said he can operate on the heart. You might have a stony heart. You might have one that just don't care for nothing or nobody. Don't love nobody but yourself. Oh, my friend, but Jesus can get a hold of that heart. Yeah. And he said, I'll take out that stony heart yeah. and I'll give you a heart of flesh. Yeah. Amen. Oh, Lord, I want a little feeling in it. Yeah. <laughs> After those days, he said, I'll make a new covenant. Yeah. I'll make a new one. He wants to make one with you. Yes, he, he wants to make the covenant with you that he made with our, his servant David, even the sure mercy of yes, David. He, he said it was an everlasting. Yeah. everlasting. Yeah. One it would last forever. And so he wants to make one with you. Well, my friend, if you've turned God away, and Jesus is knocking at your heart tonight. Won't you turn, come to him? Won't you come confessing your sins and turn away from sin and turn to God? Well, the prophet said, oh, why will you die? Well, house of Israel, why will you die when the, when the cleansing fountain is so nearby? When the shade is so near, why would you be out on the desert, dark and cold, when the shelter is so nearby? When the shelter and rock is so nearby, why would you die? Oh, he's offering it to you today. I by the hand, for this is heaven's borderland. Oh, somebody opened the door. Somebody let him in. And somebody had sweet communion with him. Oh, they never could have composed that beautiful thing. Somebody's talking about it. My friend, my Savior can be your Savior too. That's right. He can save you from sin, from the desire, from the appetite. Oh, I remember 36 years ago, kneeling by the bedside, my dear old mother just so recently went to be with Jesus. Now, by her bedside, we was having a prayer meeting at our house. I'd been seeking the Lord. And they met there that night to help me pray through. And as we knelt by that dear old bedside, as we prayed, 
I remember how I surrendered everything to him and took a stand for truth and life. And I said, Lord, if you'll just sanctify me, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll be what you want me to be. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do. And I'll tell you when I yielded everything up to him, he came into my heart. And I began to sing, there's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. Sing the story. Yeah. And it just seemed like the heaven had come down. Yeah. Oh, he just bowed the heavens and come down, Brother Charlie. Yeah. You know, even old David said that one time. He said, Bow the heavens and come down. Yeah. Oh, he just looked like it got right down there where I was. And I had a foretaste of heaven. And it just delighted me so that I've been carried away ever since. Yeah, that's the Lord. I lost my mind. Ain't that somewhere a fellow talking about himself? You know, when Johnny went fellow losing mind or the relative and friend or nobody know nothing about it. <laughs> but I lost my mind and I got the mind of Christ. Yeah. And, and I found where he sat in the volume of the book that is written to me, I delight to do thy will, O God. Yeah. And I found it to be my experience. Yeah. And I just, I just love to do his will. Yeah. I delight to do his will because he shows me how. Yeah. He shows me how. He don't say, I'll just leave it up to you. But he says, he'll lead us gently. Lead us gently. Oh, I'm glad he's got that gentle leading spirit that'll lead us through the paths of righteousness and lead us in the right path. Oh, my friend, I've never been sorry that I trusted his name. And if I could only tell you how he loves you, and if we could through the lonely garden go, if I could take you through Gethsemane, and there I could show you Jesus praying for you and I. Jesus prayed in Gethsemane for you and I. And if I could show you the tears that he shed, sweat like great drops of blood rolled down his face. Yeah. Oh, he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. Yeah. But not my will, but thine be done. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, thou didst pray for me yeah. in lovely, pure Gethsemane. Yeah. Oh, thank God that he prayed there. I thank God that he yielded it up and gave it to God. Yeah. And he's able to save to the utmost to die yeah. all that will come unto him. Yeah. He went the whole way. He went the whole way and he suffered unto death and he was obedient unto death even the death of the cross that he might be the captain of our salvation and he's offering it to you tonight and he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest to your soul for my yoke is easy and and my burden light. Well, if you think you're going to get in a straight jacket when you get to be a Christian, if you was to get sanctified, the Lord had set you up in a straight jacket and you couldn't do nothing, you couldn't hardly move. Well, it ain't that way. Well, he said, you shall go out with joy and you shall be led forth with peace and the mountains and the hills shall break before you in singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands and instead of the bar shall come up the fir tree and instead of the thorn shall come up the myrtle tree and they shall be for the Lord for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off 
He hadn't cut me off yet. <laughs> he still got the joy. Bells ringing in my soul. He still got me delighted. And I'll tell you what he said. He said, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desire of thine heart. Oh, that's where I got mine. That's where I got mine. I've just been so happy and so carried away in the service of God that he it's so busy praising him for what he has done. I haven't really got time to ask him to do more. <laughs> just do it. Just feed me, Jesus. Feed me all the time. It's a wonderful thing to serve the Lord. I guess I'll quit for this time, but I want to invite you to the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And just remember, God loves sinners. And Jesus died that you might be saved. And if you put off serving God until you arrive ripe old age, Jesus said, come unto me and I will give you rest. Oh, my friend, will you come tonight? Will you accept him as your Savior? And just know that, as I said, when God revealed to Brother Joseph Lynch that without holiness no man should see the Lord, and he found it in Hebrews 12, 14, and he found also in Hebrews 13 and 12 where it said, wherefore, Jesus, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate, and he suffered to sanctify you. Pray for me.